Guess which of these three industries grosses more money each year, games, movies, or music? Well, both music and movies grossed approximately $11 billion in their last pre-COVID year. But if you answered games, you'd be correct, as the industry brought in more than both of the others put together with a cool $37 billion grossed in 2020. It's another reason we're hype on blockchain-based games and believe they are a gateway drug for the masses. Today, we welcome Jason Brink, a.k.a. Bitbender, and John Oswald, both of Gala Games, to the show. Founded by the co-founder of Zynga, Gala has some big plans to lead the way in blockchain gaming. So drop another quarter into the slot. Enjoy three extra lives on this episode number 525 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast. I'm Joel Connie's Travis Wright, and I am playing Mario Brothers now. <laughs> Welcome to the show, folks. We appreciate you tuning in. As always, we would not do this without you because you are the sunshine of our lives. Minute made, minute made. <laughs> Welcome to the show. We're going to be talking games today. In the past, we have featured our friends from Animoca Brands, crushing it in the gaming world, and Gala Games is going to be the feature today. We are working with these guys as well, and we're working with them for a reason, not just because we're advisors. We're advising them because we believe what they're doing is leading the way, along with our sponsors who are leading the way at AnyTask.com. It's a freelance marketplace allows freelancers to sell digital tasks and earn Cryptocurrency, it's Electronium, E-T-N. No need for a bank account, no fees for sellers. Check them out today, either if you're a vendor and want to sell your skills or you're looking for somebody to do a skill for you, especially if you're like trying to get you know artwork done or music or something like that. Go to badco.in forward slash any task and check them out. We love Electronium and we also love Gala Game. Let's get to the interview with Jason Brink, CMO, and John Oswald, president of Gala Games. Well, a short time ago, we brought you one of the companies that we think is going to be and is a contender to really lead the way in blockchain gaming. That was Robbie Young from Animoca Games. Today, we're pleased to bring to you a couple more guys from another project that we think you're going to be hearing about for quite a long time. They are setting the stage to really be a leader and dominate in the space. Uh, we are working with them actually as advisors. We love what they're doing. And uh, one of the guests is actually a repeat guest and a friend of the show from another project he was with, Mr. Jason Brink, who is the CMO of Gala Games. Jason, how you doing? Doing pretty good, man. How about you guys? Always good to see you, my friend. And also with us, we have the president of Gala Games, Mr. John Oswald. John, welcome to Bad Crypto. Hey, guys. Thanks very much. Happy to be here. 
The website is gala.games, and there's a lot going on here. In fact, it looks like you guys just updated your website since the last time I looked, and you've got multiple games going on with a lot of players. You've got Townstar. You've got a new tower defense game called Fortified. You've got another game that is, uh, I think, in development right now called Echoes of Empire, and then your fantasy RPG, Mirandus. Jason, are you, like, totally overwhelmed with all the things you got going on? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there, there is a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Uh, every day kind of begins by waking up, looking at my schedule, screaming, uh, injecting coffee into my veins and running at full speed until the end of the day when my endocrine system collapses and I become a, uh, you know, just a ball of collapsed material on the floor. It's, it's great though. I love it. Every, every day is a new adventure and we, we do have so much coming to the platform, but it doesn't feel like work. And I think that John would probably back me on that. Yeah, this is this is a uh, it's like a make hay when the sun is shining environment, which is just quite invigorating as we look at all the opportunities that we have. And uh, I mean, just the the stuff that is, is out there now is just the tip of the iceberg for what we have coming. But we've got we frankly, we just got great leadership and uh, we're able to scale externally with great partners. So it's uh uh, with everybody owning outcomes and having aligned objectives across the ecosystem, um, a lot, a lot of stuff gets gets done. You know, a lot of stuff comes in and is looking good because we've we've set the right expectations. Mm. So I'm curious about this. I want to hit you right out of the gate with this one. So you got four games. It looks like right now: Townstar, Miranda's Fortified, and Echoes of Empire. What's the process for like sort of onboarding a new game? Are you guys like got like game ideators out there? Because these aren't games that. Or, or on any other platform. These look like original games on your end. So like, how's that game creation process taking place? Uh, so right right now, the way the way we're thinking of this, this, this is early days of a, a new platform with a new platform innovation. So we can't really say we know what genres, what, what type of games. And although we have a very strong opinion on how NFTs should be integrated into a game, all of that stuff is, is very new also. So we're uh, we're primarily focused on finding great developers to work with that are going to make high production quality games, games that games that work, games that have great system design across genres, and are just starting to 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 look at that from a, a, a you know fifty thousand foot view and say, okay, what genres don't we have covered here? What what do we want to go for? And then let's find some developers that are good in those specific genres and get get great games made. No, I was just going to say I think one of the important parts of our process is that we begin everything from looking at it from the perspective of what makes an awesome game and how can we bring an awesome game to the platform? And then once we have accomplished that, it's a, okay, now how do we introduce blockchain into this awesome game? So very much from a game game first perspective. Which I think is super important, right? You have to bring the quality. Now, one of the things that I find particularly interesting is that one of your uh, um, one of your team members that helped found is Eric Schirmeyer. And Eric, uh, if you don't recognize the game, the name is a gaming legend. He was the co-founder of Zynga. And Zynga, of course, you know, Farmville and then so many other games afterwards that really pioneered and led the way for social gaming. Right. And so the vision here has to be a big vision. You don't build Farmville to the level you have, you know, create Zynga and then go, all right, let's make something small. 
it, it's got to be a huge vision. So maybe what is that vision for uh, for Gala, John? So uh, it, it is it is a big vision, and we're not we don't primarily think of ourselves as just a, a game developer. We're we're developing some big games. Mirandus is a big title, obviously that that we're going to be bringing out. But a lot of that that work started to get the flywheel moving and bring games to our to our platform. Ultimately, the 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 vision for the company. I think of us looking something like Valve at at the end of this, where. Um, yeah, we're a game developer. We're building some of the best games for our platform, and we know how to do that. But we're also there uh, to to publish games with the Gala blockchain backing it up, have a marketplace and a community of, of folks that are looking looking to purchase and and play. And you know, right now we're we're uh, we're hitting the pavement doing biz dev to find great developers and sign up these games. But ultimately, we want that to be self service. You download the SDK, you sign the business terms. You submit your game for for promotion on Gala. Uh, uh, once the flywheel is moving, it it just becomes its own own entity uh, moving moving in that way. I'm I'm curious about you mentioned a bit earlier about NFTs and how you said that you got a clear definition of how NFTs should be used within games. And I think you know between Joel and I, we love NFTs. You know we've we've minted a ton of them, and we're big fans of NFTs. We got a show called the Nifty Show. Um, so I'm curious, how are you guys going to be implementing NFTs within your ecosystem? And are you going to be building out a marketplace specifically for NFTs and items or whatnot? How's it go? Well, there's a, there's a few different uh, sides to this. I think that for us, we look at NFTs first from a perspective of utility. How can we take an NFT and give it a, a usefulness uh, in a game. Now, there's there's a few different ways that you can do that. The first thing that we can do uh, is, you know, you look at a game and you find the obvious things that are conducive to that. You know, so for example, uh, let's say you've got a first person shooter, right? Now, with this first person shooter, you're going to have various guns, you're going to have various skins, you're going to have various buffs that you may want to have as NFTs and have implemented in your in your ecosystem. So that's, that's the first part. The second part is you can actually use NFTs in a way that is entirely cross-game. Uh, cross so you could, for example, in, in Townstar, uh, it would be entirely possible for us to take somebody else's NFTs that exist out there in the wild and say, you know what, we're going to go ahead and give uh, everybody who, who has a crypto kitty and a cat that shows up inside of their town that wanders around. Um, you know, we have this, this great flexibility and this is only possible because of the uh, amazing open nature of the, the blockchain space and how collaborative and wonderful everybody is. Um, you know, so there's a lot of different ways that we look at NFTs and, you know, those are a couple of them. Well, another way you look at them as is as something physical I'm holding here in my hand, ah. a Badass. I think it's crystal, right? This it's That's a crystal, crystal yeah. re rectangle, a rectangle. It's a uh, a box, and there's this character inside of it. I'm not exactly sure who he is, but I think he's from Mirandus. And then that, that, that's actually the farm bot from Townstar. Oh, this is the farm bot. Okay, great. That's oh, he's got his little pickaxe. Yeah. yeah, you guys yeah. can't see this because we're talking on video, but you just get to listen to us and imagine what the cool farm bot looks it's like. Beautiful, sparkling. And, and there is an um like some sort of code here yep. on the side. So and this thing is substantial, right? This is so this is a couple pounds. 
right? Yeah. Uh, that I'm holding here, probably the coolest NFT I've held in my hand. Yeah, those and, are badass. And their number, there's only a hundred of them or something, right? And yep. are they tied to the blockchain on the Gala network? Yep. Absolutely. So that, that that crystal, it has that code in there. If you were to go to our website and put that code in, it would redeem the the digital NFT side of that that would go directly to your account. So if I do that, that can, is it mine forever or could if I wanted to sell this to somebody, not saying I would because it's so badass, it's probably going on my shelf forever. But if I redeem the code, then what happens? Right now, due to the fact that it's it's Ethereum based, uh, in, the NFT wouldn't travel along with it. So if you sold the crystal to somebody, they have a crystal and you have an NFT. Um, you know, so they're they're not actually linked like that. There are some discussions about creating an actual linkage so that you know the the digital NFT follows along with the physical NFT. Um, obviously we have, if somebody moves the digital NFT, there's no way we can force the crystal to move, obviously. Um, you know, but, but yeah, there, there's some, there's some thoughts in that general direction. That's great. What are you, what are some of your thoughts on the NFT, uh, scenario over there, John? Well, one of the, uh, one of the key, key, uh, aspects of our business here is that we're building free to play games. And that's, that's an industry I've been in a long time. So I, I started when I met Eric, I met him in 2009 at Zynga. Uh, and we really went on that journey journey together. Um, from that, those beginnings on, on the Facebook platform and, and from uh, you know mobile where it lives now, the the kind of dirty secret about the whole free to play industry is that a very small portion of the players pay at all. I think maybe that's kind of well known. But when you really dig into that, it's uh, something like 0.2 percent of a player base will drive half the revenue. So you're talking about players who believe in a in a game, love a game to invest an enormous amount of time, consistent play and money in, into a uh, into a game's ecosystem. Mm, and those it's, big uh, daddy whales coming in. Yeah, there. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We got, we got, it's the big it's the big blues, man, that we're, nice. we're, we're all hunting out there. But at the end of it, it's always bothered me about it is that that's that's not an aligned objective. It's a, it's really a broken contract with those players because ultimately they're they only have a license to the, those items. Right. And if they if they ever wanted to get out of the game, their their option is to, uh, you know, break their terms of service and maybe they could sell their account for literally, like you know, pennies on the dollar. If that the way that, that we think of it is that. Let's let's align those objectives with players. So let's let the NFTs that are going to be in the games are things that when you invest your your time and money into them, when you improve them uh, through through the way that you've played the game and the consistency that you've played the game, those are yours. Those are your assets. And if the game community grows and the developer and the publisher does well, you could do well too. You could either keep playing or you have things that have real value. So when we think of how to to integrate NFTs, it's really thinking about for, from the developer, how would you how would you monetize this game if it were a micro microtransaction game? And then take those things, those economies, those items, let's give the the ability for the players to create and control those 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 economy them economies themselves. Let's let's let the players invest in things like, you know, characters or buildings and up upgrades. And those become real assets for them that they get to decide what to do with. And if the game community grows, it's a great game and more players come in, there's more demand for all of those assets. So that's that's the way we think about it. We want to we want aligned objectives between developers, publishers and players to really unlock the the value of free to play for for all gamers. You know, we got 50% of the 2 billion gamers out there are playing just on PC. 
um, those guys are, are, are not touching free to play. So uh, we think we have a, a, a we, we can bring this model that, that works and is fun uh, and offer real value to all, all of them. Well, like all chains, they are um, operated by various nodes. And you guys are actually giving people the opportunity to have a Gala node by purchasing a license to it. So maybe uh, whichever of you is the more technical of the two, uh, jump in and tell us, you know, what is a Gala node? How does one operate it? And what are the benefits of uh, having a license for a node? Sure. So basically, you can think of the Gala Games ecosystem nodes as being the thing that supports the entire network. Uh, there are only going to be 50,000 founders nodes in existence. These are the nodes that uh, process all of the transactions, that store all of the data for the NFTs. You know, a lot of times when you have uh, an NFT and you hear little horror stories about this, somebody buys something on OpenSea and then their NFT quote unquote disappears, but that's just because the single centralized server that hosts that image has disappeared. Uh, so, you know, they lose access to it. You know, we're we're building out a an interplanetary file system that basically makes it possible to have your NFTs live on this, you know, distributed network of nodes. We strive for decentralization in every case, and that's what these nodes uh, serve to do. By operating a Gala Games node, you have the ability to... Uh, have some say in how the ecosystem itself develops. We put proposals before the nodes for bringing new games onto the platform. Uh, but you also receive, for operating a node, you receive some gala uh, every day as part of the, the, the daily minting. And then you also have the potential to receive NFTs when NFTs are dropped to the network. And one of the things that's really cool about that is that absolutely everything that comes on the network has to go through the nodes first. So nothing gets sold without first going to the nodes and nothing gets created on the network without first going through the nodes. So there's always a percentage that ends up going to the node operators. Um, and in fact, uh, just tonight, um, and obviously this is probably not going to be current when this actually airs, but tonight we're dropping a new series of exemplars for Mirandus. These are essentially the super powered avatars for the game. Uh, and they go first to the node holder. So there's going to be 55 different node operators out there tonight that get a uh, get an exemplar for operating their node. And so, yeah, it's it's a super cool ecosystem, and I'm very very happy with the way that it is growing and developing. That sounds that sounds beautiful. It sounds like it might not be a bad idea to score a node. Like, say, if you have a node, is it a cloud based node or is it actually running on your computer? Because a lot of folks out there just have a laptop or whatever. They maybe well, don't have a super fancy computer. How does actually those nodes work? That's the cool thing about it is that we are not uh, at all, you know, proof of work um, in the, the Ethereum slash Bitcoin sense based. So you can operate a node on a fairly low powered laptop or desktop computer without any difficulty at all. Um, so you just hook it up, log into it, uh, and, and it does its thing. You need to leave it up for at least uh, six, seven hours a day in order to qualify for whatever the drops are. But you can have it run in the background on your computer and it doesn't degrade your performance or you know eat up a ton of bandwidth or anything like that. It's a very, very lightweight, uh, very, very lightweight process. So, so say for example, if you have a node, like how much, you know, Gala 
over the course of X amount of time was one one person earned? Because I noticed it looks like to to score a node now, it looks like it's close to a million gala. And then maybe what does that what does that look like in terms of earning potential by having a node? Is sure. So so obviously this isn't something that that can be discussed going forward because the amount of gala that you receive is dependent on the number of nodes that are operating at any given time. Um, so, you know, if, if suddenly a whole bunch more nodes turned on tomorrow, then the amount of gala that gets released, which is a static amount uh, every day, um, which gets distributed to all of those nodes in operation would then decrease, you know, per node. Um, but looking backwards, I can tell you what it was yesterday. Sure. Um, so th- and let's timestamp this so that uh, people know yesterday was June 13th, 2021. So point of reference here. So you can go to our website at app.gala.games. And if you click on nodes, you can see details for the distribution. So it looks like yesterday operating one node uh, would have gotten you 772 Gala. And just so people understand, of course, you know, you never know. Crypto goes up, crypto goes down. But currently, as of today, one gala is a penny, right? So you can do the math on that and see how much you're earning, you know, for a day. Um, So, But it doesn't just uh, get you the gala. It could also potentially get you NFTs. Right. We had a really cool, uh, really cool instance a couple weeks ago. We've been doing these drops of Mirandus exemplars, and the exemplars are uh, they're in five different uh, like backgrounds. So you have some that are elves, some that are dwarves, some that are halflings, you know, humans, orcs, these sorts of things. And the elves uh, in the world of Mirandus are very, very, very rare. Okay, like insanely rare. And so each of these elf exemplars. Uh, runs about five thousand dollars, and one of those gets dropped out to the node, the the node network. And we had a community member in Korea. Dude was operating one node. He had bought it. Was you know pretty happy with it. And all of a sudden, boom! He gets a an elf exemplar, and he showed up all over social media and was talking about it and and things like that in the Korean cacao community and things like that. It's really cool to watch that sort of thing happen, to see somebody get something that is is so rare uh, dropped uh, to in a, in a random drop like that. That's cool. And it looks like you can have multiple nodes if you want, because I'm looking at sure. the global distribution data. There's one Yahoo, uh, 65C, who's getting so much <laughs> getting so much gala every day. He's all like, I'm the gala king up in her. Yeah, yeah, that that uh that guy. I actually, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen him around in a long time. I do know who he is, uh, but I haven't seen him around in a while. But he's yeah, the no, node, he's he's the node master. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you can you can definitely run multiple nodes. There's there's quite a few people um, who have uh, who have operated, you know, purchased and operated multiple nodes. Uh, one of the cool things about it is that we have a sort of a referral system built into the the node structure. So uh, if you are operating a node and you are able to use some of your friends that you refer to the platform 
also buy and operate nodes, then you will receive 0.1 points for every node that they are operating underneath you, um, as well as a one-time 10-point bonus that comes a week after they purchase uh, their node. Um, so that's a, that's a pretty cool thing. It's a good way to to get a bit of uh, get a bit of gala and some some NFTs. Well, the NFTs only come if you're operating the node. But yeah, there you go. This stuff is fascinating, John. What what else is on the horizon? You guys are working on a lot of different things right now. What are some of the things that folks can expect from Gala over the next few months? Expect to see a lot more games get get announced, pre-sales for a lot more games across genre. Um, and also we got we have a bunch of stuff cooking. There's just so much opportunity out there. Um, some big licenses that will come in on, on the on the platform that we're working on uh, in both the NFT collectible space and in, and in the game space. So I think we're gonna you're gonna see a lot more just coming in the pipeline and the marketplace kind of exploding on Gala, Gala Games. So when do these other games launch? Right now, Town Star is out there. You can go play for free in your browser. But Mirandus is coming out for both Mac and PC. Fortified is coming out for browser and Echoes of Empire for Mac and PC. What's the release calendar look like? Um, I, uh, Jason, do you want to take this? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, there's a few. Some of these are still in development, and the, the exact timeline hasn't been pinned down. I know that with Mirandus, we're, we're shooting for a uh, closed alpha uh, by the end of the year for our platform testers and members of the Gala Gold community. Uh, for some of the other games, timeline is going to you know shift around, but there should be uh, one or two things uh, coming out end of this year, early next year. There's also some stuff on the release calendar that may even be before that that uh, hasn't even been discussed at all. So, you know, there's, yeah. there's some pretty cool things. If you look at my Twitter, there's a a screenshot of me playing a game that is completely fuzzed out in the background uh, that nobody's heard about yet, but it's absolutely epic. Yeah, and uh, a thing that we we can do is um, as we talk to more and more developers, a lot of them have games that have been in production for a while, and they're they're generally looking for a publisher for those games. With a uh, without that much added time, we basically intersect those guys, set an NFT strategy with them, and then launch them on the Gala platform. So I I actually think the the first game to release might be one that's completely unannounced that that uh, we'll see a beta beta this summer, I, I believe. Uh, going going into the fall, so and and that's one that's been um, a really experienced team has been working on for for probably a year plus. Uh, we had the Gala team in there doing doing a uh, a multiplayer on it the other day, uh, super fun. So it, so we're I think there's going to be there there's going to be games that leapfrog some of this stuff that we've even announced. That's that's original IP that we've started from the beginning, like Mirandus. It's it's a big game. That that that's a game that that's uh, it's an entire universe with with quests and lots of stuff to do uh, on the side. Different ways to play it and different areas to focus on. Um, and we're going to focus on quality for for that release. But um, um, you're going to see a lot of stuff that's going going to be announced and hit much much quicker uh, than the stuff that we're starting from scratch. Mm. You mentioned something mm. a minute ago. You said some of the games are going on pre-sale. And what does that mean when a game goes on pre-sale? Does it have its own token and a, a, an own in-game currency? Is it all powered by Gala? Are you creating new tokens? What does a pre-sale look like when a game launches? So when to, to be very clear, there won't be a pre-sale of tokens for games themselves. 
Each game will have its own uh, internal currency, uh, but Gala will also be able to be used. Um, and what will be able to be purchased by people are specific uh, kind of like starter bonus packs of NFTs for, for in-game operation. Um, in terms of, and this is one of the things that I think is super cool, um, in terms of the release of tokens specifically for the game, a chunk of those tokens, whenever they are minted, also go out to the node network. And so that's one of the cool things about that. So uh, by operating a node, you have the potential to end up with some gala, some NFTs, as well as uh, little bits and pieces of uh, of currencies for use in every single game on the platform. Yeah, a, pre- a pre-sale for us means like we've we've seen this game, we've played this game, we believe in it. We know it's it, it's uh, uh, getting close towards launch, and we have the NFT strategy baked in a way that we could describe the universe you're going to play in, how the items that we put up for sale are going to work in that universe. Uh, and it's a big vote of confidence by Gala and the developer that that we're uh, releasing those for for sale. And and often uh, I I think those those will go f- go for sale for the cheapest they will ever be available. Well, there you go, gang. Gala Games is the place to go. Click all around there. You can kind of see the games they've got. Learn more about nodes, how to get Gala. Um, there's a few exchanges and indexes that it's available on. And we are going to be keeping a very close eye on you, lads. Especially myself, as I am the the gamer here between the two of us. And uh, of course, you guys out there listening, go do your own due diligence. And uh, no recommendations to buy or do anything other than to go look and and figure it out because we think they're doing some super cool stuff. So, uh, John and Jason, uh, thanks for coming on and and best of fortune to you as you grow Gala. And if you guys want to snag yourselves a node, you can do so. uh, Gala.games forward slash bad crypto. And uh, get yourself a node, get yourself some NFTs, get your party going. Good times over there. And as long as we're talking about fun stuff, games, NFTs, the good people at Gala Games would like to give you a free NFT to commemorate this wondrous episode and this time that we've spent together. You can get it, but only for a duration of 72 hours from the time this episode drops. When does it drop? Drops on the Sunday night. June 20th. So of 2021, by the way, just in case you're listening to this on June 20th, 2022, as one of you are bound to be, I'm speaking to you from the future. But if you're in the present, you have until Wednesday, midnight, Eastern daylight time to claim your free NFT. It's really easy to do. Just go to this website. I'm about to give you fill out the form, put your wax wallet address in there. And after the promotion is over, these NFTs will be dropped directly into your wallet. Here's where you go. Badco.in forward slash gala NFT. It's that easy. Badco.in forward slash gala NFT from our friends at Gala Games. So go ahead and do that. And that'll be really cool when you do. And you'll You'll feel better about yourself. You'll wake up in the morning and you'll have more self-confidence. Yeah, it's just good all around. Hopefully you guys will go check them out. We dig gala.games and are keeping a close eye on all the things they're doing. We're looking forward to seeing some big announcements coming out of that company. You know, just the fact that you've got this dude that, you know, co-founded Zanga, you know, in, in the mix here. I'm like, all right, you know, Zanga, multi-billion dollar company. I'm thinking uh, we should probably keep our eyes on this project. 
Yeah, the dude left his his cushy position as the head of whatever his role was at EA Sports. I don't remember. He was, he was ahead of some division, maybe mobile division or something. Um, and he goes, yeah, okay, I'm going to leave that and go do this blockchain thing. That, to me, should say everything you need to know about Gala. And um, there's a lot of great games on the horizon they were talking about. And I think it's worth um, checking out, man. I'm not going to tell you that you should maybe maybe have some in your portfolio because we don't make those we don't make those comments over here. But I would say that I'm pretty I'm pretty pleased with it, and I've purchased a, I've purchased some in mine. I may have bought some too. I think it was like a penny right now, and I know that that's not an indicator of you know whether or not something's valuable, but. Uh, it certainly seems to me like a decent investment. Never buy anything because we're buying it. Never buy anything just because we have somebody on the show. Never invest more than you can afford to lose and go do your own due diligence. There's a reason that there's websites out there with white papers and research so that you can engage your brain, do some critical thinking and figure this shiz out for yourself because you're grown ass adults. So yeah. And if you listen to us too often on investment advice, you probably lose money. So we're not right. telling you what to do. <laughs> yeah, we're, you listen. And if, if investment advice is your thing, then there's places for that, you know. Uh, and, and if you don't care about the altcoins, you're just a Bitcoin purist, you know, go, go listen to Pete McCormick. He's got a great show. Go listen to Pomp. Uh, you're not gonna. You're not likely to hear any bad dad jokes, any corn jokes or fart jokes there, though. You know, we don't, we don't do any bad dad jokes or corn jokes. No, we don't do any. I really, I really wish, I really miss the days of corn, though. I haven't spotted any in a while because you know what? I've had a little fluid issues, mostly. Yeah. Discovering water. Yeah, Travis hasn't been feeling well this week, but he's on the upswing, and all is well. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for sharing with a friend, and most of all, thanks for staying. Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. Copyright strike, thanks.